live. We like to say good morning to everyone. We also like to say good morning to our online community. All right, House of Destiny, local, let's give our online community a hand clap of praise. Amen. That we made it, we made it, we made it, we made it to 2021. Amen. And we are excited in what the Lord is uh, uh, doing and has already done. It just has to be manifested in the year 2021. And the Lord dealt with us on, you know, last Sunday about 20, uh, 20, 2021 and things that was going to happen. And we just praise the Lord for that. And this morning, God gave us another word. Uh, interesting, in, in, uh, interesting word. Uh, just want to kind of take my time this morning. Amen. Want to take my time. We are uh, so excited and we are we are blessed by God this morning just to be able to get up, amen, just to be able to be in the house of fellowship one with another. We are blessed, amen, and we just praise God. But this morning we're going to talk about a place called Bethlehem, a place called Bethlehem. I'm quite sure some people are saying, well, they're done with Christmas. You're talking about Bethlehem, but... Everybody has a Bethlehem, and we're going to deal with a Bethlehem. Amen. Everybody has a Bethlehem, and we're going to deal with that. We're going to the book of Genesis, uh, <clears throat> chapter number 35. In the book of Genesis, chapter number 35. <clears throat> and we're going to begin reading verse 15. We're going to read 15 through 19, and then we're going to come back, and the Holy Spirit, he will teach us from these verses. Now, verse 15 says, And Jacob called the name of the place where God spake with him, Bethel. Bethel is the house of God. And God spoke to him. All right, now, verse number 16 says, And they journeyed from Bethel, and there was but a little way to come to Ephah. And Rachel travailed, and she had hard labor. Verse 17 in Genesis chapter number 35 says, And it came to pass, when she was in hard labor, that the midwife said unto her, Fear not, thou shalt have this son also. Now let's look at these other two verses here. Verses number 18. It says, And it came to pass, as her soul was in departing, for she died, that she called his name Benoni, but his father called him Benjamin. And Rachel died and was buried in the way to Ephah, which is Bethlehem. Father, bless your word. You, we know your word is sanctified. And we ask now, Lord, to just move me far from this place. Allow your Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, to teach us this morning. And shake loose things that's within us that we've got to leave behind. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Now, when I began to, <clears throat> to, to ponder on this and, 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 and study this, this word in this place called Bethlehem. But in the beginning, 
The Bible talks about in verse 15 that the place that Jacob, which is the man in transition, that God spoke to him right there in Bethel, which is the house of God. And it talks about in verse number 16, it talked about how they journeyed from Bethel. They journeyed from the house of God. And then it says that they were but a little way come to Ephah, which means Bethlehem. And then it talks about how Rachel, she travailed and she had hard labor. Now, we have to understand that the word Ephah, it has a dual meaning. It means fruitfulness, but it also means exhausted. It means fruitful, but it also means to be depleted. See, in our previous few days, three days ago, during that duration of 2020, we have found ourselves in the periods of fruitfulness, but we also found ourselves being exhausted sometimes. Amen? Can I get a witness? Okay? And sometimes we, even though we were fruitful, we did feel like we were depleted, like there was nothing, nothing left. But this is what God, I, I'm, I'm, for, for this year, I am going to be a very stickler. Y'all, y'all correct me. Y'all talk to me. And you let me know that when you see me moving away from what God told me to do. Because, see, I wrote these things down because I'm getting up in age. And I don't want to lose nothing that God has given me. Amen. To give to the body of Christ. And then he says this. He said the first thing is, he said, don't bury your dreams and your visions because of the hard labor that you had in 2020. Don't bury your dreams and your visions because of the hard labor. See, we had some hard times in 2020. But not only did we have some hard times, but there were some blessings in 2020 that we overlooked because we were caught up in the hard labor. Amen. We were caught up in the, the diff, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. We were caught up in the difficulties of life. So therefore, we overlooked or we allowed those blessings to, to pass right over our minds because we were more focused on what we had lost rather than what we had gained in 2020. See, what some of us gained in 2020 was we, had a, we ended up with a closer relationship with God. But we couldn't, we couldn't focus on that because we were so focused on everything that we had lost. But we really gain in 2020. See, whenever you gain in the spiritual, it's more uh, important and it's more greater than anything that you can gain in the natural. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. Because, see, it is all about the spiritual. It's not about those physical things that, that, that we have gained. Because, see, they're just temporal. They come and they go. So, so we actually, we did gain some things, even though we had some hard labor. So, whatever your dreams God gave you, whatever God spoke to you, said He was going to do, and and how He's going to raise you up, and how He was going to uh, cause you to begin to walk among greatness. God said, "Listen, you're going to have to still focus on that stuff." See, He says now because of that hard labor that you had trying to burst some things, He said, "Don't focus on the pain." Many of us focus on the pain, not realizing what the, what the pain will bring forth. Have you thought about when a woman has a baby, she always goes in pain, right? She goes in hard labor. But you know what happens? Joy comes after the pain, right? 
Joy comes after the hard labor. She forget about all those nine months where she suffered and feet swelling and stomach swelling and, 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 and your husband and whoever says, okay, go get me an olive or go get me, go get me some eggnog in, in July or some, some crazy stuff. But, but when that baby comes and, and she sees that joy, she forget about all the hard labor that she had. Can I get an amen from the moms? Amen. Now, all you see is a bundle of joy. Amen. So he said, don't, 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 don't bury that now. Don't bury that. He said, some of you has buried those things. Then the next thing he says now, he says now, when he began to look in verse 16, it also talked about they were just a loop, little way before they came to a place uh, called Bethlehem or Ephraim. There was uh, just a little way. In other words, he was saying, right before you reached your destiny, you gave up. Right before the, the, the dream and the vision that God gave you to, to birth, you, you gave up you, 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 because of the hard pain and the hard labor. But then he says this now. He says, he says in verse number 18, verse number 18, he says, and when they get there and, and, and in a place called Bethlehem, the house of God, before they get there because they were in the way, okay, before they get there, it says that in verse 18, that she died giving birth to the Benoni. But the father called his name Benjamin. Benjamin. Now, it's, it says that God says this. And the second thing we need to remember. He says, be careful what you name that which you gave birth to. Be careful what you name that you gave birth to. Because, see, Benoni means son of sorrow. And it means a uh, son of pain. In other words, a builder of pain, a, build, a builder of sorrow. She could not see the, the blessing that she had in her hand because of the pain. So she named what she birthed by the pain that she was going through. How many of us have named a situation and circumstances in our life because of the pain that we've been going through? We will name that thing. But see, if we name it, that means we will continue to carry it and it will have that name and it will have no meaning. We will always be sorrowful. And most people right now are always sorrowful for the year 2020. But listen, 2020 is just still great too because see, life comes. Regardless of whatever year it is, life still going to come. It's, it's going to happen. See, you just can't label a few months, oh, how difficult life was. You're going to always have some difficult times in life. Regardless of what season of life we're in. Amen. So, so be careful what, what you name that which you've already birthed. See, some of y'all done birthed some stuff in 2020 and y'all put the wrong name on it, what God says. He said, but the thing is, you got to really look at that because see, somebody else can see your gift in you and you can't see your gift in yourself. Someone else can see the anointing on your life, but you can't see the anointing on your life because, because you feel the pain. I mean, pain don't feel good. But pain, and as Dr. Manley always says, he says pain is a motivator. Pain is a motivator. And he says pain, hard labor, comes with a cause. If you want greatness, it's going to cost you something. Amen. If, if you want, okay, 
let's bring it on down and simplify it. If you want to start your own business, okay, if you want to start your own business, you're going to have to put some time in. Most people think they can start a business and zap, there it is. No, you've got to put in long hours. You've got to sacrifice the money that comes in and put it back into the business until it gets up on its feet. And please, ma'am, and please, sir, don't quit your job because God gave you a dream and a vision. Because that money may not always be there. Amen. But, but, but you've got to understand, it's going to cost you something. It, and whatever God has put in your life, whatever he is birthing in you, he said, don't let it die. Don't let it. He says, do not allow it to die. He says, don't give in to the hard labor. Don't give in to the pain. All right? But look what happens now. Now, now Rachel, the word Rachel means sheep. Most of us think of the word uh, uh, sheep as one, a sheep being one as domicile, a sheep being dumb. But one thing about a sheep, which we fail to realize, is a sheep will follow. And sometimes we will bury the, the, the spirit of following God and we become goats. Amen. We become disobedient. But, but, but then the father names him Benjamin. See, you, you, what, be careful what you name that which God is birthing or has birthed in you for the, when it comes down to the manifestation. You may call it uh, pain and sorrow and hard labor, but in actuality, it's your Benjamin. And your Benjamin means the son of the right hand in the Hebrew. The builder of what's in your right hand. See, your, in your right hand comes your blessings. Okay, so so let's let's look. You know, this is what what the Bible says about the right hand. Uh, uh, I, I'm gonna uh, share these things with you. In Saint Luke chapter 22, which we don't have on the screen, in verse number 69, it says, "At the right hand is your place of authority, is a place of authority and power. Your right hand is a place of authority and power. The right hand." And then in St. Mark 10 and 37, it talks about the right hand being a place of honor. Why do you think James and John want to sit on the right hand side of Jesus Christ? Because it was a place of honor. A place of honor. See, don't focus so much on your pain and forget that God placed you in a place of honor. The right hand. And he's given you power and authority. That's what the right hand comes with. And then in Genesis chapter 48 and 14, it says this. It says, in your right hand, from the right hand comes from your, ble- comes your blessing. That's what happened when, 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 when Jacob uh, uh, got ready to put his hand upon Ephraim, and, uh, which was the younger son, and then had Manasseh. He said he got ready to put his hands upon him. But he put the right hand upon the younger son, and that was where all the blessings was going to flow. See, there were some, there's some things that, that God has for us in his right hand, the blessings. So he lays his hands on us. Allow God to lay his hand upon us because from the right hand comes the blessings of God. See, sometimes we want to reject blessings. Amen. We will reject blessings because of the hard labor. Because of the things in in 2020 that, that, that has happened in our life, we want to reject some things that God has for us. 
But if we look closely, there are some blessings that we literally have buried. And the reason why we buried them was because of the hard labor. Because of the pain. Anybody been going through some pain? And God gave you some blessings and you're like, okay, God, this, this, this is not what I want. But see, if you got to look closely at, at what God is releasing from his right hand. I mean, have you ever been to a situation? And, and, and this is what amazes me how God works. Never reject the blessings of God. Let me share something with you. Deacon Glenn back there gave me, and I, I think I may have shared this. He gave me a call and he said, did you put some bags on my front door? I said, no, sir. He said, well, somebody put eight bags of grocery on my, at my front door. Eight. I mean, he didn't say one bag. He said eight bags. And then he shared with the Bible study, he says, not only was they put eight bags of, of, of grocery at my door, but he said everything that I normally eat all the time, he said that was what in the bag. You, you can't, don't, don't reject. I mean, okay, if it's coming, God, I don't care whose hand, whose right hand, you allow to bless me, I will receive. See, that's how God is operating. That's how God operated in 2020, and that's how he's going to operate in 2021. I mean, don't reject what God has me. Some, oh, Holy Spirit, surely not. God says sometimes some of us are so prideful that we won't receive from anyone. We got to throw pride in the trash can. You got to get rid of pride. Because that very well could be your blessings from God that you're trying to throw away. And sometimes we know, we, we know, okay, God, I didn't pray for this, and bam, there it is. And next thing we know, oh, I don't want that. I don't want nobody to know. Who cares if anybody knows? I don't give a flip. The fact remains, God is trying to bless his people, and he is blessing his people. He said, don't be prideful. Receive from the hand of God. Because, see, our blessings come from the right hand of God. And then the next thing is, this is what, this is what amazed me. In and, and, and St. Luke chapter 20, verse 42 through 43, it talks about the right hand is where your enemy is made your footstool. The right hand is where your enemy is made your footstool. The first enemy is self. Of course, you know, Satan is always there. He's the, he's the main enemy. But it, the self in us, that ego in us, God says, from your right hand, he says, now, I'm going to make your, your ego your footstool. Because, see, the ego has been ruling so much, it's time for him to get up on our feet. Amen. See, that, that right hand. See, how many folk got some enemies huh, about to drive us literally crazy? But he says, if you would just take the right hand of the Father, he said, I, I will make your enemy your footstool. And I said, God, I, re- I received the blessings from the Lord. See, you don't want to bury the, that which God has given you, the, those dreams and those visions that the Lord has given you. You don't want to bury that. You don't want to bury that. 
because sometimes the things that we bury are the things that we need and we need to have it resurrected. Amen. Because sometimes we bury the wrong thing. See, they were on their way to the house of bread. But before they can get there, I always call it the 11th hour. Before they could get there, Rachel, that spoo, Holy Spirit, that spirit that allows us to follow God, it, it died. And sometimes that, 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 that fellowship that we're supposed to have as the body of Christ, we will bury that and we stop following. Too many followers want to become leaders. And they have not yet reached that status of becoming a leader. Because let me tell you something. There's a lot of stuff going with leading. There's a lot of stuff that goes with leading people. Or whatever you're in, there's a whole lot of stuff in leading. There's a lot of uh, pain that comes with, with leadership. There's a lot of suffering. There's a lot of sacrifice when it comes with leading. Who, who, who are you involved with? Where, has, where have God placed you? Where, and, 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 and when he's placed you in that place of headship, whether it's over a family, whether it's in your job, or regardless of where it is, I mean, you've got to understand now, uh, it's going to take some sacrifice. And it's going to take hard labor. It's painful. It's painful when you, when, when you, when you see uh, uh, the direction that, 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 that the team or the people that, that, that you're trying to lead, and, and they're falling away from God, just falling away because they are, ooh, Holy Spirit, I hear you. Somebody, God says there's too many people still stuck in 2020. They missed their blessing because, see, 2020 still brought forth blessings. But we, the main thing that he said we have buried is following God. We have buried following God rather than uh, uh, accepting that, that, that hard labor and know from that that there is a Benjamin born in each one of us from the pain that we bear. The be- a Benjamin. Oh, I mean, that's a mighty tribe. See, you've got nations in you. You've you, you got tribes in you. God said, you've got to understand that. He said, can you imagine your, your, your worsest of your enemy being your footstool? I tell you, that's something. When your enemy, your, from the right hand comes, the, the foot, your, the, the, your enemy being your footstool. And your enemy being your footstool. Be careful, he says, in what you are naming your dream and your vision. He said, be careful now. Be careful. Don't let it die. It says when they were a little ways before they get to Bethlehem, hmm, it dies. Don't, don't, don't allow the God in you to die before you get to the house of bread. Because, see, Bethlehem represents the house of bread. Don't, don't allow the God in you to die. Don't allow the God in you to die. All right, now, here's the next place we're going to go. Let's go to the book of Michael. The book of Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the book of Michael. Mm-hmm. The book of Michael. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The book of Michael. Give us time, a minute, to meet it, find it. Michael chapter number five. Hmm. Talking about the place called Bethlehem place called Bethlehem, the Bethlehem in you. 
Bethlehem in you. Oh, we at Michael chapter 5, verse number 2. It says, But thou, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be the ruler of Israel, whose going forth has been from of old, from everlasting. Well, what are you saying, God? I'm saying, like, God, what are you saying that we are supposed to glean from this verse? Five, verse number two. Chapter five, verse number two. He says now, one thing we need to understand about our, our Bethlehem. He says, never think that the Bethlehem that's in you is small or insignificant. How many people... <laughs> When they compare themselves to others, they think of themselves as being insignificant. They don't measure up. They, they're small because, because of the fact they may have some intellect or they may have more materialistic things. And, and we think, that okay, because of where I came from, because I was, I was born, as some folks say, on the wrong side of the track, I'm just insignificant. Nobody really knows that I'm here. So I'm just going to be quiet. But what you don't know is you got greatness in you. See, your Bethlehem brought forth greatness. You got greatness in you. But what you see is I'm insignificant. I'm not important. I'm just a small, and I, I hear this all the time, I'm just a small fish. In a big pond. But let me tell you something. Our God owns the pond. So that means while I'm in it, that means I'm in, I'm in greatness. I, I, I'm more than significant because of who he is. See, we got to, we got to change our mindset. We, we have to change our mindset. Then the next thing the Lord says, he says, never confuse your size with your significance. Never confuse your size with your significance. Let's use House of Destiny for an example. Small, but mighty in God. Small, but do great things in the world. Small, but feed thousands. Small, but go from, from state to state. And even on the international front, just blesses the people of God. Bless many people. Small, but great in God. You see, you see a lot of places that they, they, they big in number. And is it, thank you, Holy Spirit. Is it not interesting that during the time of the pandemic, all those efforts with all those people and all that money and all that stuff they've done is doors are shut. They don't have the faith to trust in God. But, 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 but it seems like the, the small congregations are the ones that are surviving. Why is that? 
It is because we have put value on the souls of people rather than putting value on a building. Too many people put value on a building. I'm talking about a physical building. But when God moves and God has been moving and he is still moving, those that are small. See, that's why you got to be careful with debt. Because everything that we say God said do, God did not say it. That's a lot of man stuff. Because, see, what happens when the money's gone? Who, who's going to be there to, 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 to help you with make it through? Who, who's going to be there? When the light bill has got to be paid. See, a lot of folks are not even trusting God. House of Destiny just take up and, and puts it to you this way. Tithes and offering. When you want to give, you give. But what we say to you, if you give small, you reach small, according to the word. But if you, if you give up in out of your, the abundance of your heart, yeah, I mean, God will bless you. Eight bags of groceries sitting at the front door. On a man that don't even have a job on disability. Come on now. Look at God. Look at God. Look at God. How he blesses his people. Look at God. God, God is saying, he said, now listen, don't confuse your size. Don't confuse your size with your significance. You are significant as the body of Christ. The body of Christ is going to, is, is, is coming alive. That, 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 I go back to it again. That, that little remnant that, that, that minister Vernon talked about, that, that little remnant, because they begin to talk about knowing and how many people were left over, and then another world comes after that. See, it's just a remnant going to get in anyway. It's just going to be a remnant that's going to go forth and do the work of the kingdom. But just be part of the remnant. You just make sure you're part of the remnant, a one other remnant. Amen? Because, see, greatness came from Bethlehem. Size. Bethlehem, was, it says, that word said it was the smallest, it was the littlest among the little among the thousands of Judah. Can you imagine? Can, can, you, can you mathematically uh, comprehend that? It was the smallest among thousands, but greatness came from it. What was that greatness? The greatness was our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ came out of a little small place. You see, well, what we got to understand is the, when it comes down to, 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 to the smallest of things, sometimes the less we have, the more we rely on God. And it helps us to develop our relationship because, you know, stuff will get in the way, right? Stuff, things will get in the way. But when God told us to go hide ourselves until his, his indignation is passed by, we, what we fail to understand, he's trying to get us to a place where we're in relationship with him because many have lost their relationship with God. He said, I, I, I want to spend some time. We had gotten so busy, so busy that we didn't take time out to spend with God. But he said, understand now, greatness is in that place called Bethlehem that's on the inside of each one of you. And then the next thing, and I didn't put it up there, Lord forgive me. I want us to turn to Psalms 118. Psalms 100, 
and 18. Psalms 100. Psalms 118. Yeah, Psalms 118. We're almost done here. Psalms 118. Are we there? Verse number 22. Psalms 118. Verse number 22. It says, watch this. The stone which the builders refuse is become the headstone of the corner. That's okay, God. What are you saying? He said, let Christ be your pattern. Huh. Let Christ be your pattern. Don't underestimate your position in life. Because, see, the very stone, the very one that, that they refused was the one that became not only the head cornerstone, but one, and, and, and the New Testament talks about it became the chief cornerstone. See, you might be rejected. You could be the stone that's rejected. But what's going to happen? God said, I'm going to reposition you. And once I reposition you, look what he is. He becomes the head stone. He's the head stone of the corner. So, 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 so don't, don't, don't worry about where you are right now. Don't worry about who has rejected you. Because God said, after a while, you're going to be the head cornerstone. <laughs> They're going to be needing you. See, right now, the world rejects us. The world rejects the body of Christ. But what's happening, God said, listen, in a little while, they're going to call for you. In a little while, he says, the world's going to call for you. They don't want you now because they think they got it all going on. He said, but I am am repositioning the body of Christ. We will no longer be the tail, but we're going to be who God calls us to be, and that is to be the head and not the tail. Because the body of Christ has been been the tail too long. But he said, listen. Because you see yourself insignificant, like the little small stone, he said, watch what I'm going to do in 2021. Watch what I'm going to manifest. He says, it's already done in the spirit realm. It's already done. It's just got to manifest itself in the natural. But, but he's saying, let Christ, let God be your pattern. He didn't fuss. He didn't fight. He didn't scream. He allowed man to reject him. Not knowing that later on down the road, the very one that they rejected was the very one that was saving their lives. He was willing to shed his blood. Willing to shed his blood to save the life of those that rejected him. Think about it. In that very place called Bethlehem, that place that's supposedly insignificant, that place that's supposed to be small, came greatness. You know, those folk out there that's been rejecting you, don't want to hear what you got to say. Get ready. <laughs> Open your door. Listen for your phone call to come because they're coming. Because they want to know what's going to happen next. What's going to happen in 2021? I tell you, God said he's going to rebuild, he's going to reclaim, he's going to restore. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen in 2021. Watch, watch what's happening. 
Know, know your value. Oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. Know your value is what God says. Know your value. You're worth more than you think that you're worth. Know your value. Know your place in Bethlehem, the house of bread. Isn't it not interesting? They were headed to the house of bread. And you know what we're supposed to be eating on? The bread of life, who is Jesus Christ. Don't stop too soon. Don't stop too soon. Don't die on the way. Because God has got things planned for your life. Greatness. In a place called Bethlehem. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen. Amen. Amen.